Hi, and welcome to oh, Wasted yeah. Takes, episode 132, the DCR Class 132 locomotive episode. It's a train. I'm Trey, joined, as always, by Dylan and Cam. For usual, Tucker is late due to the job. How are we, gentlemen? We're doing. All right, uh, not a not a huge show this week. Not a ton to talk about, but we'll get into it. Nonetheless, the su- summer is always the slowest time for us, um, but we will do our best nonetheless. We'll start with winners and losers. To be honest with you, I got nothing. I, I got no winners and losers. I, I don't. I can't recall many takes that didn't come true or anything like that. Does anybody have anything? Not off the top of my head, as we go on, maybe some. Uh, I mean, other than, like, old takes that we reiterated, like the Reds are just really bad baseball. Um, I got nothing. Joe, you got anything? I'm um, looking at old takes right now. I'm not, I'm not getting anything. All right. Well, I do have a winner and loser, or a winner, rather, of our poll. Uh, Cam's take for Brittany Grinder is going to gotcha. uh, take it home this week. People think she's not coming home. Um, so nope. that's going to... I'm home and I'm not taking her home. <laughs> um, that's going to elevate Cam up to eight points, inching closer to me. Uh, 11 to eight. Me and Cam starting to starting to make a race of it. Tucker and Dylan still sitting at four. Uh, after Dylan with the brutal point loss last week. Um, but yeah, uh, if you ask if if I'd rather have this point or rather have Brittany Griner come home, it's a tough answer to be (laughs) honest with you. Do you, why do you hate her? Like what's the deal? Nope. I just, I, I don't know. These points are hard to come by. I like to, harder for some. Look, if people agree with me, you know, this, the world we live in, live in is a democracy. So the people agree. Let us strike. All right. Um, let's jump into Waste of Takes right away then. Keep this show moving. Um, Cam, do you have a Waste of Takes for us? Oh, I'm ready to go. Let her rip. Right. Fun. You guys are going to love it. Possible Waste of Takes of the Year nominee. Um, tomorrow, there is some golf going on over in St. Andrews in Scotland. <laughs> um, the typical guys are playing Tiger Woods. Uh, I'm not making a Tiger Woods going to win take. But there's a guy that's somehow getting on a plane and getting over to Scotland. Um, he's very large. He smokes a lot of cigarettes. John Daly. And he's got a crazy beard, crazy hair, and he's just an anomaly for the game of golf. You think of golf and you think nice, you know, clean cut, and he is just not that. Um, He drinks a lot of Coca-Cola, he smokes a lot of cigarettes, and he hits golf balls very well. My take. Drinks a lot of beer, too, on the course. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Maybe not in the I, tour, no, but um, my take is this: John Daly, that's it for him. He's gonna have a heart attack. 
on the on, on the plane or on the course? On the course. Not going to give a specific day. It's already wasted enough. John Daly's unhealthy, and you got to walk the full course. He's going to be jet lagged. He's got to wake up early. He's going to be over in a different country. Um, I think it's going to get to him. I'm not going to include this in my take. I would say Friday, second day. That's it for him. But John Daly's collapsing on the course. Lock it in. This is so terrible. Is he, is, he, is he dying or is he just going to fall down? I, either way. It, I, I hope he doesn't. I, the guy's awesome. It's just he's collapsing. He's gonna. I won't even say heart attack. He's going to have some sort of collapse on the course. Exhaustion. Something bad. I mean, I'm all for it if you're just saying he's going to collapse due to exhaustion and him being old and fat. Um, Never mind. Other minds heart attack. That's a big <laughs> That is, I mean, that's just terrible. That's terrible. I'm going against it. No, it's I am fine. Not wishing this I am not wishing this He. It sounds like you no. are. No, I'm absolutely not. I said if I had to choose between the Brittany Griner staying or me winning a point, I'd choose the point probably. This one would not choose the point. <laughs> but I said, no, I said Jerry Jones is going to die of COVID. Oh, yeah, loser there. Didn't get, didn't get to said about that one well i mean he's old john daly is so unhealthy i understand that but he's a national treasure he should be protected at all costs we can't be going I around think he is protected, but in the rare case he's not uh you're ready here first no he's I fine hope i hope it doesn't happen Friday, he's having a up. Listen, he's got to be in some sort of shape if he's able to get out on the course, swing the club. You know, he's a professional athlete. He's got to be in some sort of shape. Yes, I understand he lives rough. But you look at the the video. You ever watch, like, videos of, like, 120-year-old people, 110-year-old people? They're like, what's the key to long life? And they're always, like, drinking a Coke a day or eating a Big Mac a day or smoking a pack of cigs a day. Like, just the most random crap that is bad for you they said that they've done. But they've kept living. It's all about the will to live. John Daly loves life. He he enjoys it every day. He lives it to the fullest. And he's going to keep doing that. that. He's going to keep doing that. There's no chance. I agree with you there because our lifestyles, while maybe not that unhealthy, um, you know, we like to we like to have some fun and you know, have a couple drinks here and there. And um, I I am a firm believer of the will to live is much more important than you focusing on your bodily health to just try to live. So I agree with you there, but it is unfortunate what's going to happen on Friday for him. No, he's going to be fine. He's going to walk away like a champ. He's probably going to win the whole damn thing. Uh, He will not collapse. He's going to live for at least another 30 years, just living the lifestyle. How How about this adjustment? I'm not actually going to make this. He's collapsing and winning the tournament. Does he collapse after? I mean, he's collapsing after he wins it and he passes out from drinking 40 beers on the course. It disguises uh-huh. a Coke can. Uh, no no chance. I think he's got one of those Coke sleeves that, you know, like the concealer. Exactly. I saw one of those on just, TikTok, though. There's awesome. What kind, of, what kind of beer do you think this man drinks? Like Bush Light. Wow, Trey. Nice. Yeah. No, he's, gonna, he's fine. He's going to. Um, He's gonna walk away from it, and he's 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 all good. Dill, what do you think? Yeah, he'll be fine. But Cam, I like where it's coming from. 
Um, I feel like people have been saying this for a long time with this guy, so... Uh, I mean, it would be fitting for this man to uh, die on a golf course, so... Um, it might happen one day, just probably not this weekend. Or next weekend, whatever it is. All right. Um, I have a take. So I, this week, was thinking about team names. Uh, joined, joined a new wiffle ball team for the tournament coming up this summer. Uh, we'll keep you updated. But we were going through team names. Took us a while to narrow one down. And I was just thinking of all these team names that are kind of like good names. You know, these 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 names. And even looking at like minor league teams and what they do, they change up their their names for certain events and stuff like that. Um, and there's just a lot of names in sports that, that aren't used and, and that should be used. And it got me to thinking, how could we get more names involved in sports? How could we change names? And it got me thinking about, you know, these teams that are institutions that have been around forever. Teams like the Baltimore Orioles. Teams like the Detroit Lions. Teams like, I don't know, I don't know a good NBA example. Um, but just perennial losers that have been around forever, that have established a, a name, and that name just reeks of losing. And I'm sick of it in sports. When you think of the Detroit Lions, you think of the Cleveland Browns, you think about just mediocrity. And I don't think that's fair to the cities that they represent, the fan bases they represent, or the players that play for them. It's a lot about management and ownership and stuff like that. So I think that it, there should be a rule instituted in the major four leagues that if you miss the playoffs for 20, for 20 years, which is tough to do. 20 years in a row. 20 years in a row, which is tough to do. Maybe, maybe it could be 15. 15 years in a row if you miss the playoffs. That team needs to be take the ownership needs to be taken away. They need to move, and they need to change their name. That'll give move. so that'll give some incentive for these owners that are raking in the cash by putting out a mediocre product to have to put something else out. You know, if the Detroit Lions right now they're they're getting close to 15 years, if not, they're at it. Um, if if the owner if the Fords were like, oh. We're gonna lose our team if if they Not don't. They made it with Stafford in like 2013 or something. Whatever. That's good. Whatever. Okay, then I'll bump it to 10 years. All right. You should be the team should be cycling in every 10 years. Um, we don't do sound, should takes. I'm this doing sounds, a should take. I don't care. Um. If they if they're missing the playoffs every year, they're like, oh, I have I'm gonna lose my team. Then you actually have to put some effort in to making the teams good. Teams that do not make the playoffs ten years in a row should be forced to rename, relocate, and ownership should be changed. That's the take. I can see I left everyone stunned. I don't like it. No, I don't know if you can hear my toilet flushing. I think I'm not muted. Um, I made something similar to this. I don't remember the exact, and it wasn't one of my takes. It was just something that I said in discussion. Um, no, what I said was Detroit needs to move everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. Detroit. Yeah. That's, that's just a fact regardless. Um, 
what needs to happen there. I like this. Um, I don't like that it's a should take, but I agree with you. Um, the only problem is there's some teams like the Jets who historically are like a very popular team, Joe Namath, and like they have a decent fan base, even though the they aren't good. They got a lot of people that like them. And <laughs> let's say they continue to stink forever, which they probably will. All of a sudden, you're just going to be like, see ya. We're getting rid of the Jets who have been around forever. And I think it's going to, I think that would affect a lot of people's happiness. And it would probably lose a lot of money for leagues because people stop watching their teams. It was no longer a thing. Uh, so I, I like the idea, but I think it's a terrible take. <laughs> I don't understand how those things can go hand in hand. No, I, I like the idea, but I, I don't think it would ever work. I hope it works, but it, I don't know if that makes sense at all. But uh, I don't like this to should take. It's basically what I'm saying. I, I know, but should sports media make should takes? Like it's a thing; it shouldn't be looked that down upon. Like no, I I, I know, but shallow takes like it's, this I, team I mean, should sign I mean, this player. I, mean, I understand if te- if you make a take that's like, oh, okay. the Chicago Bears should sign yeah, Odell yeah, Beckham. That's a bad take. That's, like, what, I was gonna say. that's what I was going to say. I'm going to give you this. It's wasted enough for a should. Thank you. It's, it's not something that's, like you said, they should do this. They should sign this guy. Um, all right. We're, we're good there. We're fine. We'll pull out. Uh, Dylan, you just don't like it? That's all you got to say? Um, yeah, I was muted. I was talking about it. Um, yeah, so I don't like it. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, I think maybe if it was just the ownership thing I think kind of makes sense I would put it in maybe even more than 10 years I don't hate the team name idea but that would just cost even more money to do that which is why you can't let it happen yeah but if you're already so shitty so, that's my that was my least favorite part of it is the, the team name changing I think ownership because owners don't have anything to do with it, really. I mean, people just want to buy a team to have face. And unless you're Jerry Jones getting involved, I would love for Jerry Jones to get fired. I think the ownership is a great idea. Um, the team name, I don't think that would help anyone. I'm saying get the stink of these losing losing like legacies off the team. So that's my my uh, mentality. Maybe it's a not have to, but when the new ownership comes in, maybe they think about it. But that's the thing is like you you it costs so, you don't realize how much money it costs to change a name. Very expensive. Are you saying change city too? Or? I know it's expensive. I'm saying that yes, change city, change team. How are they supposed oh. to get better if they're spending oh, a shit ton of money on? That's ludicrous. The whole team. No, like, they, the name. that's why you can't let it happen. And I don't well, want to hear this happen. about the 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 owners have no Who's say because there have been some great owners and like look at Robert Kraft. He turned the Patriots from the worst team in sports to the best team in sports in like twenty in like five years. He was he did that. Yeah, 
I want more owners like that. Oh. I don't want the Fords who trot out a geriatric old woman with a name of a industrialist to to just sit on her hands and let her team go to ruin. I 100% agree. I think you're absolutely right in that part. And I like that you added the team thing because it makes it more ways. So that's actually kind of a logical thing to honor because you're right. Half of them just want their name on something. All Probably right. like, uh, what's his name that I mentioned last week in my take? Or two weeks ago? Cronky. Did they win? Uh, I don't think it's over yet or started. The playoffs haven't started yet. Oh, I saw Chris said something in the chat. He said they're going to win. Um, all right, Dylan, do you have a take for us? Uh, I do. Um, this is a Rangers take, Cam. Okay, let's uh, So the Rangers, I'm kind of, I was kind of high on them last last season uh, that just ended. Uh, I wouldn't call them a rival for uh, the Bruins, but they are a New York team, so I feel like I'm supposed to not like them. But they've been relatively bad for a pretty good amount of years now. So Not bad, but unimpressive. Well, since I started watching hockey, they've been halfway okay. That's playoff team. I would say halfway okay and unimpressive are pretty much the same. And then, but, the, but not including last year, for like the past three years before that, they were like one of the worst teams in the league. Um Last year they got hot. Their goalie Georgiev, dare you to try to spell it. Um, he was nuts. Just very good goalie whole year. Uh, stood on his head. Young guy. I think he only played the year before, or like not even the whole season. Um, they decided to trade him during the draft. They traded him away, and then he re-signed with the team he traded with. I forget who it was. They got, I forget who they got. I think it was a, a, a nothing burger. Um, but this team was just on the cusp, and they got rid of their special piece. In hockey, you need a goalie. You need a goalie to stand on his head when everybody else on your team is crap that day. The goalie saves the day. He's the one guy in, in sports is like the only position in sports where your team can be getting absolutely destroyed, but you have this one guy get hot and he can win you the game. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say basketball is like that too, but I don't know. I, I would say a hockey goalie getting hot is anyway, but because the Rangers have gotten rid of your, yeah, but no, he may not have signed again, but I think he wanted to play there. Um, because they got rid of them, they're not making the playoffs next year. They're going to be mediocre again. Uh, I'm going to say they won't make the playoffs for the next three years. Three years, no playoffs starting this year. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Cam, you go ahead. This is your team. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who that guy is. Um, it's my team, but it's not some, you know, it's not something I follow too closely. Um, yeah, I was going to be upset if you just said they are going to miss the playoffs. That would have been very uh, generic. But I like the three years thing. I'm not going to agree with you because I hope it doesn't happen. But um, I trust you more than anyone else on the pod regarding 
NHL. And he, he got traded to the Avalanche, too, of all people. Yeah. So maybe your take should be the Avalanche will make the playoffs. They just won, so. I, I saw it happen. Um, I don't agree with it. I refuse, but, um, I mean, it makes sense. You lose somebody, get worse. Um, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about the Rangers and about this guy to make a really informed decision, but I do 100% agree with you, Dylan, that hockey is that one sport, even more so than basketball, I feel, where you can have one guy go off in net and you can win a championship based on it. I mean, in basketball, you can have one guy go off and win you a game, but like the the chances that there's another guy on the other side that's doing the same thing are, I feel like, way high. Whereas in hockey, you know, it's hard to score, norm, if, even if the goaltender's not great. Like, if the, you know, if I feel like it's a lot harder to... to yeah, I mean, it's even harder to, like, m- make those plays on offense, especially with your short shifts and everything that's going on on the ice and... Uh, go ahead, Cam. What's your example? I will give you a perfect example of this. In gym class hockey, be completely serious. <laughs> no, this is a serious example. Gym class hockey. David Coleman was a freak, but our team was still losing because we didn't have a keeper that could that could make it happen. So he decided to be the goalie. And didn't let up anything, and we won. So I think you're right. It's more important to have somebody that can stop the other team from scoring than just having one guy when there's out of however many people play at a time. Um, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, that's a, that's a perfect example. I just thought of that. I didn't get. I didn't really get it at first, but. Uh, Shout out, David. Shout out. Um, but back to what I was saying, I feel like hockey is that sport where you need that guy in net to be solid. Otherwise, you're screwed. Um, so I'll go ahead and agree with you. Um, but I will say at the same time, like hockey goalies, I feel like are such streaky animals. Like you can have a goalie absolutely go off and be terrible for the rest of the season, you know, but go off for a stretch of games. So, um, but I, I do. I'm gonna agree with you here because I agree. If they just had a great season, they made it pretty deep. Uh, maybe you don't need to make that change. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Um, so not here. We'll continue on without him. Um, we'll I got a uh, quick quick side note. Um, I was just thinking about your take the other. I think it was last week about the video game situation and how it's gonna not work out. Yeah. I have a side take. Um, So I purchased an original Xbox yesterday. Mm -hmm. The OG, two controllers, because I have the old games still from my childhood, like from 2002, Crash Bandicoot, Spider-Man, the OGs. And obviously we've had the takes that Madden never gets better, these games aren't evolving. I would make the take that I would much rather buy, and I did this, a GameCube 
uh, original Xbox. PlayStation's a little bit different, um, because I think some of the games back then you can still play. I would rather purchase an older console and older games than what's coming out now. I do that all the time. I mean, it's a it's a tough conversation because, like, I agree with you on one hand. Like, I love I love playing old games and booting up the PS2 and playing the games from my childhood because you obviously have nostalgia for them. But, like, at the same time, if you're, like, you're not a huge gamer, Cam. If you're, like, Dylan or I, you want to play that newest well, game. That's, well, that's my take is you call me not a huge gamer because I don't buy the new systems. I have an Xbox 360 and now I have an Xbox. And I've been asked multiple times, why would why can't you buy an Xbox One? And it's because I enjoy the games that I have and that I grew up on. And I, there's no game out there right now that I want. Yeah, I have, but my counterpoint any, is, I'm not saying, like, I'm saying you're not a gamer in the fact that you don't dedicate a lot of your time to it. Dylan and I both do. That's why I we want to be playing. We want to be playing the newest stuff. We want to, you know, I, I, I mean, there's a Harry Potter game coming out next year that looks unbelievable, and I'm I play, so excited. I play probably four hours a day, three hours a day. Well, Damn. that's a lot, actually. Um, Cam, I didn't know if you knew this, but a lot of those OG Xbox games you could play on 360. 360? No, believe yeah. me, I know. Um, I. <laughs> I have a, a few of them. One of them was Crash Bandicoot. They I yeah. beat in two days on 360. Yeah. But then there's a couple other ones that I had yeah. that I hadn't played since I was five years old. I think more you can play more of them on Xbox One than you can on 360. I don't think that's true. Okay, then never mind. I didn't do that I much research. Also on. didn't research it at all. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't buy an Xbox One to play old Xbox games. That seems a little weird. But yeah, I have no interest in buying anything new that's coming out. Um, Cam, look up the Harry Potter game, dude, and tell me you're not interested. It's a very opinion. You're 100% interested. I am interested, sure. But I'll let you borrow my PS5 and play it. No, I'm not a PlayStation guy. Don't. How do you fly the plane, dude? <laughs> um, yeah. All right, a little bit of a tangent, but we'll... Uh, the good one. We don't have much. No, we don't have much, so I welcome those. Um, did we do video games? By the way, this guy, did we do video games? We've done video games. Yeah, we did. I think we did it twice, but we you did. guys said we didn't do it before, so. I don't want to do it Go ahead. Um, NHL free agency. I got almost nothing on this. I know that the Bruins signed a bunch of guys all for 750k, so that tells me these guys all stink. Um... But that's all I, I know. Claude Giroux went somewhere. It seems like the Senators loaded up. Um, what? Jesus, Giroux went to the Senators. Yeah, okay, so there you go. Uh, it seems like the Senators loaded up. Uh, Max Domi, who was pretty good against the Bruins, right? It, he, mm-hmm. was, he was on Carolina. He went somewhere. Um, I'm looking Carolina at- got Brett Burns. One of the best defensemen in the league. Brett Burns is also awesome because he just looks like a hockey guy. He's got a massive beard and about three teeth. Yeah. Um, uh, R- Ryan Stone, five-year deal with the Ducks. He left the Rangers. The Rangers are cleaning house. Oh, it was the um, – yeah. The, so Max Domi went to the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks signed like two big guys, like two guys on the top of the list. So they're making moves. 
the Bruins traded uh, er, uh, Eric Halla for Pavel Zaka. Very not. That's a bit of a nothing burger. I mean, the Zaka guy had like 15 goals and 20 assists last year and 56 games or 60 games, something like that. He's a young guy. He's only like 23 or something. And Hall is more of a grinder. So they went for a score as opposed to a grinder. I, mean, I don't know if that's going to make a difference, but. Um, did Johnny Gaudreau sign anywhere yet? Yeah, seven years with uh, Columbus. Evgeny Malkin signed a huge extension with the Penguins. Um, and I got an interesting one for you. Tweet out of the account of an old friend, Yaromir Yager said he is slow but strong. Maybe <laughs> maybe potential comeback. But, uh, Dill, anything else you've got on anything hockey? Got any uh, any opinions on any of these? Um, yeah, it seems like it's it the exact opposite of basketball. Most of these signings are for teams that suck. Or they're like well-established guys that have been on the same team for like 10 years. Like Johnny Goudreau going to Blue Jackets for seven years, that team is terrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know enough about hockey. So, um, Matt Strome went to the Ducks. The Ducks were not good. Like, eight-year deal for Robert <laughs> Thomas. Never heard of this guy. Oh, Cam, you're, you're unmuted there. Yeah, my bad. Um, do you have anything on the hockey no, trades? Yeah, that's why I came unmuted and then I had a side note. Um, I have absolutely nothing. No, I, I got some updates on the Panthers, but all the names I couldn't even pronounce. So I got nothing. All right. Well, that Rocky free agency, um, <laughs> this is not a hockey podcast. If you're looking for that here, you're not going to find much. We but, do need to get Chris on here one day and, yeah, we, him, we should. Just let him have his peace. John, John still needs to come on here. Bailey needs to come on here still. We got a lot of people. Nobody wants to come on. Everybody hates us. Nobody likes us. Nobody jumps at the opportunity. I'll tell you that. If my friends had a podcast, any of them. I sit all the time. Any of them had one. And they were like, do you want to come on? I'd be like, yes. Have me on every week. I, I want to be on. Like, I guess. You think Ben, highest one, came on here. Yeah, Ben, ben hates stuff like this. And he came on. I know. Come on. It pains him, I think, to listen to us. <laughs> he gets very angry with... I think it physically like makes him sick. Yeah. Which is what... Well, he started off early listening a lot, and he would have notes. He'd be like, you guys need to change this, Whoa. this, this, this. And we were like, no, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, I think he stopped because it was like taking years off of his life, some of the things we would say about basketball mostly, especially you. Oh yeah, no. He... But that's what we that's what we live for, though. That's what we want. Hey, Even March has her has her hate moments. We want to be polarizing. You either love us or you hate us. That's what that's right in the sweet spot there. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So the next thing we can talk about, which does kind of involve this podcast a little more, Red Sox and Yankees faced off, and I expected a four game sweep from the Yankees. They split two two. Sox had a big uh, 
couple big wins come from behind wins, I think. Did they walk one off, Dill? Yes, I was in Boston. I was at Bar on Lansdowne while it was happening. Yeah, so I thought they walked it off. But anyways, they've... uh, So they went 2-2. So this is my takeaway. Dylan had the take about the Yankees, you know, getting in their own heads after missing the win record and losing the first round. I've, this entire time for this season, thought that they are going to choke in the playoffs. It's just kind of become the Yankee thing, slowly. Like, quietly, it's become the Yankee thing. My other big thing about getting in their head is the Red Sox just get in this team's head. They just do. You look at the playoffs last year, you know, the Yankees were supposed to be the better team. One game playoff, Sox beat them. You know, and they come in here for a cup for a big series. You know, the Sox are kind of pulling it together, and the Yankees are, you know, still still the best team in the league, but you know, kind of slowing down a little bit. And they drop two to the Sox, who should not be beating you, especially with the way the pitching has been going lately, with the bums they're trotting out there. Um, but this is my takeaway: that the Yankees are just afraid of the Red Sox, or they hate Fenway Park, or something. Because when they're in there, man, they do not look great. And it and they were doing stuff, letting the Red Sox come back in late innings and beat them. That's not happened to the Yankees this year. So that's kind of my takeaway is that if I was the Yankees, I'd still feel really good about my team. You know, at the end of the day, they did split. So it's not the end of the world. You're kind of just sitting in the same spot you were. But I would not want to see the Red Sox in the playoffs. I'd want to see anybody else. I'd have more confidence against anybody else than the Red Sox. Um, Dill, your your perspective coming off the series. Um, I thought obviously they thought the Sox ended it well with two wins. Um, I don't know the Yankees. I don't, the Yankees are probably a better team, basically all the way around. Um, maybe not defensively, which is actually what cost them the game where we walked off. Donaldson made a, he like didn't transfer the ball well. They had like a double play lined up and he kind of bottled it, but cut the guy out of first. But, um, I think the Red Sox, for whatever reason, have the Yankees number to the point where if they met in the playoffs, I think we'd have the best chance out of anybody. Um, but that is going to be tough because the Sox against everybody else in the division, they're trash. Uh, they lost two out of three to Tampa, Tampa Bay before the Yankee series, and they they're now have lost the first three games of a four-game set with Tampa Bay. They just lost tonight. After blowing the first game, they've lost the next two. They're not scoring a lot of runs. They play again tomorrow against Tampa Bay, and they play three against the Yankees before the All-Star break. If the Sox win, if they sweep the Yankees right for the All-Star break, I'm riding high on this team. If they lose two out of three, I think that our our day in the in the sunlight at, in second place in division is is past us, and we're gonna just teeter for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean they're not looking great right now after after that series, but. Uh, Cam, we will go to you, get the Yankee perspective. Uh, how are you feeling about your team right now? Um, yeah, I, I mean, 
I think I agree with you guys pretty much all the way around. I'm not going to come sugarcoat it, and I haven't since being on this podcast. I've always said that we are pretty much always the best in the league or top three, and we never show up in terms of the Red Sox. That's just the, that's just the best rivalry in sports, and that's just going to happen. Um, they're pretty much always even in the regular season. Um, but I do agree, playoffs, I don't want to play you guys. For obvious reasons, just in, in recent history, um, I'm looking at it right now. We've got last year, obviously, you guys took that. 2008, you guys took that. Yep. 2004, we know what happened there. I cried myself to sleep. Um, 2003, we got that one. 99, but you know what I mean. The last four, it was a four series, we only won. So, I don't want to play you guys. I don't think we should. We should just, if it happens, cancel it. <laughs> um, get somebody else involved. And, I, I mean, I don't think I know the Yankees fan that would say, oh, I want the Red Sox. Because, I mean, I... Well, they do. I, they always say it. Who? It just seems like every time that Boston gets in the playoffs, New York fans are chanting, we want Boston. I have a group chat called New York Yankees, and we have had this conversation, and nobody wants that. And it's not, I mean, it's always fun. I guess that's not true, but um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Do you guys want to play the Yankees? <laughs> um, I'd rather play them than Tampa Bay. Yeah, I guess. I guess rather than the Tampa really? Bay, I'd rather not play play them, but I would not be afraid to play them. I mean, no, this really, history I mean, just shows. Absolutely want to play the Yankees. Whoa, 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 whoa! Is oh, that Tucker? Boy. But who decided to be a part of the podcast? Fifty minutes in. I was wondering all that banging around was. I thought it was like work. a car crash. At one point, we were staring at your ear, Tucker, for about two minutes. Yeah, no, I was trying to listen as I was walking to my car. Ah. Uh, Boy, I can barely hear you. Yeah, your quality's real low, Tuck. And then I'm going through my car audio. So he, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, blowing so, it. We're gonna we're gonna wait till you get home so you, you deliver your take, but you can listen in while we continue to go. Um, Soiled it. The next thing I have on the docket is something more related to the Patriots fans in the chat, but Cam, you can touch on this as well. Um, Nikhil Harry finally dealt from the Patriots. A first round pick turns into three touchdowns. Guys, guys, can this be? Can we go right into my take from here? Can you hear me right now? Yeah, this is the last thing we have. We're going to discuss it, and then when you're home, hopefully, uh, you can give your take. Gotcha. Because this not is be my take. Okay, well, still. So, Nikhil Harry for the Patriots turns into, like, three touchdowns and a seventh-round pick. That is his contribution to the Patriots. I couldn't be happier that he's gone. 
Um, I know a lot of people were praising his blocking last year, and like it's just a it was just a feeble attempt to try to justify his pay. Um, he is miserable. He will not do a thing in Chicago. He's just a guy who was never going to make it in the league, no matter where he went. Um, he went to a team that you know values you know intelligence and understanding the playbook and things like that, and he just never got the playbook. I wa- I, there, I saw highlights all well, more like lowlights all day today on Twitter of him just missing assignments, m- messing up routes, going in motion when he wasn't supposed to. Just a guy who never really got it. He had physical talent in terms of his size, never really the speed or the jumping ability that you want to see out of a number, uh, you know, a first round wide receiver. I've gone over the receivers picked after him a million times. I'm not going to touch on that again, but um, I'm glad he's gone. I said two years ago I would drive him to Logan. He didn't hit me up today. I would have happily uh, gotten a car and driven him to, to Logan. Um, I don't think he's going to have any success in Chicago. I really don't wish him success because it seemed like he did not want to put in the actual effort uh, to become a better player. But just another Bill Belichick wide receiver pick that is just going to go ahead and fall into the to the abyss. I mean, he's done it a million times. Campbell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, Malcolm Mitchell, um, uh, Chad Jackson, just a, a million guys who – He's picked that have not panned out. Yes, he picked Julian Edelman. Good, great pick, obviously. But then again, you know, even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. So, um, yeah, I'm not disappointed to see him go. I don't think he's going to do a thing in Chicago, especially with the way that they seem to pan out with their wide receivers. When's the last time they've had a really good uh, – I guess they have Allen Robinson. They had Allen Robinson. Um, but – Their number is decent now. Yeah, okay, well – I should more say their quarterback situations. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I but. got something quick. Can you switch? Hold on. Um, so, I forget who said it in the chat, but... Hold on, now I got to find it. Something about the seventh pick. Tucker said that it was a tweet that said the seventh pick yeah, I see it. turned into so Keel Harry was traded for a seventh round pick. Julian Edelman was a seventh round pick. Patriots was traded to Keel Harry for the next Julian Edelman. So two things. One, I think Bill should only be able to draft six and seventh round. <laughs> two, I think another take. Whoever they draft in the seventh round will make more of an impact on the Patriots than Kilari did. Pocket it. I, I think you're kind of take stealing from what Tucker's going to say. I, I imagine he's going to read that tweet that he saw verbatim as his take. Just like you did with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, just like you did with Jimmy Butler. Um, but Cam, do you think do you think that there's going to be a lot of success for Nikhil in Chicago? Um, I think Chicago is kind of just like an always unorganized franchise, and I think I think he actually kind of fits in there. Um, he's, he's relatively younger; they have a young team. I think Justin Fields can maybe work with him a little bit. He's big body, right? He's athletic. 
just the parent yeah. dog. Yeah, I mean, he's, and, I wouldn't say athletic, but he's big body. I mean, he definitely, he definitely is athletic. He's so athletic, it's insane. <laughs> no, he's like absurdly athletic. In terms he of just, well, athletic, because he can run into a guy, that's his skill. And he can step out of bounds when he doesn't actually He's step stronger, out of like he's quick, he's strong. Look, he's dumb. He's, he's big. athletic, but he doesn't. Like he's not particularly fast. He, he can't create separation. That's not a dumb thing. He just can't do it. Okay. All right. So, what, I mean, route running-wise, there's certain ways to do things. He probably doesn't do them right. All I'm saying is the Bears are kind of like that. They never seem to have any, any structure anyway, defensively back in 85 maybe. Um, but I think it's, it's a good fit. He, he belongs to be on a team that is notoriously not. Good. And maybe that'll help him out. I got high hopes for the field here. Did someone make a take? I made a take now. Or was that for last year? I made a take two years ago that he was going to have a breakout season. Tucker Damn, made a said, take. You said not too long ago that he was I said he was going to have a thousand yards. I just yeah. can't remember if I said it was going to be this year or it was that long ago where it was last season. You, me, and Tucker have made takes. I made it like two years ago that he was going to have a breakout year. Tucker last year said he was going to have a breakout year, and then when he requested a trade this season, you said he's going to have a breakout year. So the three of us all look pretty dumb. Um, well, Cam, oh, thank you for flowing right into my take. Cam, Cam you, sorry, you also said that he was going to change positions and become a linebacker or something. Tight end or... I don't, I don't think I said that about Nikhil Harry, did I? Oh, I might have. I think he did. Oh, I think was right, but... This flows well into my take that now that Nikhil Harry's on the Bears, I my take for the week, my ways to take, is that Nikhil Harry is going to be a Pro Bowler this season. Oh my god. <laughs> doubling down. I'm doubling down. Um, hear me out. No. Nikhil Harry's no. very talented. No, he's a talented he's... wide receiver. The problem with Nikhil Harry was number one, like Tom Brady didn't want to work with him. That was three years year. ago. Get over it. He needs and to get over it. He, I mean, a deep wide receiver room where, but now he goes to a what? room where there's no what? one talented. <laughs> there's no one of any ability on the Paris locker room. Justin Fields is a, maybe a good quarterback. Nikhil Harry, there is a chance Nikhil Harry might be the number one wide receiver on that team. Anyone going to debate that? Yes. You don't think there's a shot that Nikhil Harry could be the number one wide receiver? Tell me, who's going to be the number one? Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney is like a decent wide receiver. He's not like, when I think of number one wide receivers, I don't think Darnell Mooney. He's how? What year is he? Is he a second year guy? Third. Didn't he have a thousand yards last year? He was good, with, but he was good because there was no one else. With Andy Dalton, three different quarterbacks. Listen, Tucker. I thought today. I, I don't think Darnell. Like you're gonna look at me, tell me Darnell Mooney's a stud. Yeah. I think he's an up and coming. No, he's not. Receiver. He's an up and- Definitely he's an up and coming like maybe star maybe he's I see Darnell Mooney the the same way I see Jacoby Myers 
He's good. He could nah. be really good, maybe in the future. I don't know. But like, I'm I think not he's got a higher he's like ceiling. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. He's got a higher like, ceiling than no All we're saying is the best wide receiver on the Bears is better than Nikhil Harry than Taylor. I'm just saying that Nikhil Harry could move into that number one slot. Okay, yeah, Tucker. I thought so. I thought today was going to be a come to Jesus for you. He's not on the Patriots. I don't have to defend him anymore. I can finally admit that he's terrible. He was a terrible draft pick. I'm glad he's gone. Trey, Trey, when I say I'm going to die on the hill, I'm going to die on the okay, hill. Okay, the fact you're you you are going to bat for this man when he was he has just been nothing but a laughing stock of the entire NFL since the time that he's been here. And if you're saying first of all, you're saying okay, Brady's fault. I gave him that for a year. I said, you know what? Maybe there's something to that. Brady didn't bring him into the inner circle. That's not his fault. He needs to, you know, hit the grindstone. It's one thing to not get looked at. You know, if he's getting open, he's not getting looked at. Then he had the worst separation in the league. He couldn't He couldn't do anything. He, I barely even played, I think, on that 2020 team. Um, Cam, I need you to mute or stop singing. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So so you're saying that Brady's the fault. I'll give him that for a year, but then he didn't develop. Then you're saying he's hey, in a deep... Cam knew in year two in a rookie quarterback year three. The rookie quarterback was, was fine. He could get it to everybody else. Why not Nikhil? The young guy. Um, the, the next thing is um, you say stacked wide receiver room. When? When exactly? If you're saying 2021... I mean, you got Ken... The third year, they got Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. Bourne they got Nelson okay. Aguilar and they had Jacoby Myers. Okay. Kendrick Bourne, a third option on most teams. Nelson Aguilar, a second third. option on most teams. And Jacoby Meyer, a third option on a few teams. Like, Maybe not a stacked room whatever, whatsoever. Somebody that you said wasn't good. Stacked. So... Better than... But... Name one more... Like... The number two on the uh, Bears is who? Taylor Gabriel? I don't know any um, any other person. Tucker, I, I, I'm giving you a hard time here, but I 100% am on board with it. Oh, my God. I would love nothing more than to see Nikhil Harry thrive. So and this is... That New England doesn't have... I think he's too dumb for New England. I think you're right. So why would he thrive anywhere else then? Like, because New England's offense is so complex and all that that like you need to have a certain. Yeah, but you can if you as long as you're smart enough. As long as you're smart enough. I think that his stupidity and athleticism can thrive. As long as you're smart enough, you can be a good player in the system without being a freak athlete. Look at Jacoby Myers. He's a good player. He's nothing anywhere else. He's nothing. Yeah, but I think it's all based on intelligence here. Okay, well... I think the take should be he's going to be good because he's dumb. That's my God. Okay, can I continue on my rant? So, Tucker, if you're saying that he's going to go somewhere, if, if you're saying that he failed here because of the team he was on, you're saying that the... you Cam is rooting for this take to prove that the Patriots can't develop wide receivers. So you're rooting for that. And you're also saying that Bill Belichick doesn't know how to you no, know, use I'm his players. Like That's what you're saying. I'm, Bill Belichick no, can't no, get the most out of his players. Crazy. I think Nikhil Harry was too stupid for the Patriots system. That doesn't make him a Pro Bowl or somewhere else. 
Yes, it can. Okay. Well, I'm going to disagree, and we'll see if this take comes through. genius to be a wide receiver. The Patriots system is very complicated and takes a lot of intelligence to understand. And that was his biggest problem. You were the one talking about how he was moving on the wrong plays, all these different things that he was doing wrong because the system was so complicated. He was thinking too much about that, all that. He didn't have what it takes to be a Patriots wide receiver. Go back to the point I made about him not being able to get separation. That doesn't have anything to do with 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 that. What what is he got? How's he gonna fix that? We'll find out this year. We will find out. And when he's when he's out of the league next year, I will be in your ear and you will hear from me. Dylan, you haven't talked about Nikhil Harry at all. What do you think about the trade? What do you think about Tucker's take? Um, a big trade is good because I don't want him on the team anymore. He's been a waste of space. Uh. As for Tucker's take, I think there's some merit to it. Um, I don't, because that's insane. Because he cannot play to the best of his physical ability. I mean, if Tucker's take is true, it means Nikhil Harry can't play to the best of his physical ability in New England because he has trouble understanding the playbook. I mean, I feel like we kind of already knew that. If that's the case, right, then then it's basically because he's stupid. Right? He's not smart enough to play in this system. If you put him on a team that has a easier-to-understand offense, and that's what Tucker Center is saying in the Bears, then he can more likely play at his peak ability. And whether that's true or not is what the take is. Do we think the Bears to understand. do we do you think the Bears offense is less sophisticated than New England's? Yeah. No, then, well, that's what he's saying, it's not even hard to understand, just less structured. Right. And, so uh, if it if it is, then maybe there is merit to him playing better. And I don't know if it makes him a pro bowler, but he'll probably do better because it's probably not as hard to play in that system. That. He'll probably have 1,500. He'll probably not touch the field. <laughs> I might, might not. Kill, I think I'm getting the kill, Harry. Listen, so... Drop Bears jersey. Lock it in. Okay, so I understand Cam rooting for Nikhil Harry still because he's a because he doesn't like the Patriots. He wants to troll them. I get that. Tucker, the fact uh, that you are going to bat for this guy when if he succeeds in Chicago is a direct reflection on Bill Belichick and a direct no, it's not. shot against his legacy. Not yes, it is. Can handle the Patriot system. Then you need to make it work for the player, too. Like, if no, you, no, it, no, it's not broken. It, Absolutely yeah. not. There's some guys that You need to find a place it. for him in your you system. You either figure it out you or You spent a first-round pick on him. They kill Harry and they get out. That's fine. I'm not going to hold that against Bill Belichick and Nikhil Harry couldn't figure it out. I agree. Um, you, I mean, Tucker, you, you going completely anti-patriot here is not something I expected, but congrats. Did you I'm not anti-patriot. <clears throat> I've just said it's a complicated system. Not everyone can figure it out. The fact that Nikhil Harry couldn't feel it, figure it out isn't a shot at Bill Belichick because the system the reason why guys like Julian Elvin could thrive. You think Julian Elvin's a Pro Bowl, and sorry, a Hall of Fame candidate wide receiver on any other team in the NFL? Absolutely no. not. 
the fact the patriotism is the way that it is is why people can succeed. Then why did you draft him if he's not a a system fit? You're at the system. That's all nuts. Why did you draft him if he's not a system fit? Yeah, no. What do you mean, no? No, 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 Trey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you up. And I think you'll agree with this. Um, It worked. The system worked when they had the Welkers wrong. When they had Tom Brady. I think is what I works. think at this point you're right. I think at this point I I retract what I said, don't fish was not broken because it is broken now. Because they don't have the same things that they had. So I do retract that statement. I would say that there's they're trying to, to make that system work again, but they just don't have the, the guys that they used to. So I think Bill's gotta go. <laughs> Trey, congratulations. You win a Giants fan on the same side on the future of the Patriots. You feel good now? I've I've said before that if Bill doesn't change, he needs to go. I've said that. I'm on record as saying that. Yep. You and every other team in the league are on the same page that please fire Bill Belichick. And you are tying Um, your boat to Nikhil Harry. 100% every Uh, But that's beside the point. All right, when um, when he I, is a Pro Bowler, I will I will run a marathon if he makes the Pro Bowl. I will I will run a marathon if he makes the Pro Bowl. Wait, wait, wait. Is that a promise? Promise, I promise you. If he makes the Pro Bowl next year, I will run a marathon. I'm posting into the group just so that we remember this. Okay, I feel very confident. I won't have to do that. Tucker, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think the Patriots can win a Super Bowl with the players they have now doing the same system that they had with Brady, Gronk, Edelman, Welker, Amendola, Hernandez even, rest in peace, murderer, <laughs> Randy Moss back in the day, although they lost that year. Yeah, they played in the Super Bowl. Um, you think the players that they have now being Kendrick Bourne is their star wide receiver that they can win a Super Bowl? I don't. I think they're a couple years out. I think that a rebuild's a normal wow. thing for a couple. How are they a couple years out? Mac Jones, if he progresses, yeah. But who do they have that you you feel very confident about that can make the plays that Edelman used to make, Gronk used to make, etc. Brady used to make. Maybe Mac so, Jones. I, no. So yeah, again, out. I mean, a lot of the plays they got weren't out of the draft. They were out of free agency. All I those guys were homegrown talent he just named, except for Randy Moss. I mean, but Wes Welker, too. Okay, yes, but he was, he was but nothing before he got there. Um, the Patriots weren't known for getting their – I mean, their defensive core was based out of homegrown talent, which I 100% still believe could be homegrown talent. Do I think they're a wide receiver? Not. I think they're a wide receiver away from being at that same level again. Because yes, I think Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith are a top wide, a tight end core in the NFL. I think Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson <laughs> in one year or two could be a top running back duo well, in the NFL. And I think Mac Jones could be a top QB in the NFL in a year or two. I mean, I, if you're looking at by the numbers and the guys that have thrown. The yards that Mac Jones did and touchdowns Mac Jones did in his rookie year. There's like two or three guys on the entire list. 
So, yeah, I believe this offense can be very solid in one or two years. I think they're one receiver away, and their defense can 100% be there. Okay, all right. So get caught up to speed. Mac Jones is the only piece that I actually agree with you on. I think he can develop. You don't think Ramondre and Damian Harris are a good running back duo? I, I think I Damian do. Harris is on his way out. They just drafted another. You guys let Cam speak. He's been trying to talk for the last 15 minutes. Thank you, Dylan. I love you. The Patriots have, yeah, they're a good duo. That I mean, that's kind of a non-fact. The Patriots have never been known for having a star running back on their team. So, yeah, they're good enough to, to get by. I agree. Um, but their offensive line right now is diminishing. Their defense is diminishing. Sick, you're going to bring back Dante Hightower. Nice. He's going to fix your defense. And, yeah, maybe you're one receiver away, but not from a Super Bowl, from a playoff win, maybe. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I I disagree with that. Um, I think you're, you're optimistic. You always have been. I, I, Absolutely. I, I'm, I mean, I'm an eternal optimist. I respect it. I'm just saying, logically, I don't think they're one receiver away from being a Super Bowl team. <laughs> I mean, but also we said the same things about the Bengals you know, last year. Like if I if I told you last year the Bengals are right there because being a Super Bowl contender, you would have laughed me out of a room. They drafted a wide receiver You're in the right. first round. You're right. You you are you are correct. Um, but Trey, don't sit here and be like, yeah, but they drafted a wide receiver as if you thought the two and fifteen Bengals. Once they drafted Jamar Chase for a Super Bowl, oh, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good counterpoint. Honestly, I would have laughed, but I also think that now going forward, the AFC. I think the Bengals were an anomaly, and going forward, the AFC is just insane. And their the Patriots are not even a top five. Definitely, maybe top, maybe top ten team in the AFC just because of Belichick. But, yeah, I don't know. Trey, back me up, probably. Oh, yeah, no, no chance they're in top five. They're not close. Yeah, no, the AFC is at a whole nother level. But they're I probably, think they're the probably AFC, four in their division, to be honest with you. You thought what? They're probably four in their division. Okay. Putting them below the Jets is disrespectful. Oh, wait, no, no. Three. Sorry, three. And putting them below the Dolphins is disrespectful because Tua Tagovailoa is still the quarterback of the Dolphins. Yeah, but they win. Win what? Tua wins. They've the playoffs in 10 years, Trey. What do they win? He gets Let hurt, but know. he wins. He's He has okay, a good so. record. <laughs> what do they win? What do they win? They haven't made a playoff game in 10 years, and you're like, yeah, but they win. As if... Not the team. Tua wins. Win. I said Tua. Listen. Time the Dolphins have won the won a playoff game. The Patriots have won six Super Bowls. You're like, yeah, but they win. You're not listening. No, you're just ignoring me. Ago, you're ignoring me. I'm saying Tua. Tua wins. Tua has yeah. a good record as a starter. No, Trey, you're wrong. Tua wins win. What does Tua win? Ever. No, Tua does not. Maybe the reason they won two of the games that he's won. He's not the reason they win. Tua they has an incredible defense turnover defense and they also I mean I didn't look this up I'm assuming they had an easy schedule because two stats don't they're not good I mean 
they're not terrible, but it's not something you look at and like, oh, that guy definitely won a lot of the games for his team. You know oh my god, it's just the blind optimism just infuriates no, me. No, but Trey, the Dolphins have made the playoffs. Tw- You're like, yeah, but they win. As if they made the playoffs twice since okay, 2002. Okay, I've made th- I've made this point again, uh, before. Yes, they've been Stupid a terrible team. team. The, okay, I'm not talking about pre 2000 2010. I'm talking about right now. Right now, they have a young quarterback who they try to develop, who has a winning record as a starter, who has injury problems that hopefully get fixed. If not, then he's not the guy. But they are surrounding him with talent. They're bringing in talent to, to, to supplement him, to give him the best possible shot to develop. And the Patriots are not doing that with Mac Jones, even though he had a stupendous rookie year. They said, we're going to just keep doing the same thing over and over. Definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. They don't have Tom Brady there anymore. They don't have Tom Brady there anymore. They don't have Tom Brady there anymore. I'm going to keep talking until you let me finish. Tom, They don't have Tom Brady there anymore. It's not the same. You need to evolve with the game. They're not evolving. They're staying stagnant. Okay, so Trey, you're like, yeah, the Patriots never bring any talent around anyone. As if last year they didn't spend the most in free agency ever in NFL history. See, like you like to play this card. They overpaid for players. Unless you count last year when they spent more money they than over, any team ever in NFL history. They overpaid for players like Nelson Aguilar, who is not a good player. Oh, or Johnny Smith, Kendrick. Johnny Smith was terrible. Johnny Smith was Johnny Smith was terrible. What are you talking about? Johnny Smith was terrible. Johnny Smith was terrible. Johnny Smith was terrible. Johnny Smith was terrible. I got two questions. Maybe think of another one. First, would you rather bring in all these mid-tier guys? The tight end side, which I really liked. Johnny Smith, I don't think he's going to be much of an impact, to be honest. Hunter Ennis was probably your best signing. Great signing. Um, um, would you rather have all of those players, most of them middle tier, spending all that money, or a signing like Tyreek Hill? I I think Tyreek Hill was vastly overpaid. Okay. In the in That's the Tom, I think in the Tyreek Hill is going to be good for this year, one hundred percent. But over the long term, I don't think Tyreek Hill is a good signing for them. I think it's more of a hindrance than anything, which I don't think any of the Patriots signings were. And I don't think Hunter Henry's <clears throat> best signing. Matthew Judon was just as good of okay. a signing. I mean, there's a lot of players that are sign- going to be significant on this team. I don't know. I mean, even this year, we got Devontae Parker. Parker, we got Bum. Malcolm Butler, we got Jabril Peppers. Bum. That's three Bum. starters on this team that we I'm, had I still, this year. I still haven't I, – I haven't finished. Just to backtrack, I forgot about Judon. Went to sleep quits half to halfway through the quits season. Some, quits yep. There we go. New Trey was going to have a comment about how he no, was a pro bowler this year, but he didn't play as well in games 10 through 6, 17. When so. the season is the most important. He yes, he did not play good. well. He is good. He has a nice long sleeve red pro shirt bowl. I like. You can always tell where pro he bowl is. Pro does not mean anything. He's a Matt pro, Jones? No, he's a pro bowl. I, I agree he's a pro bowl. Went to the pro bowl. The pro bowl I, is I not important. This. I, I know. No, no, I'm not saying to you, Cam. I'm saying to Trey. 
okay, but so did Evan Ingram a year or two ago, and he drops everything. That he, anyway, um, no, I, I agree. Dugan's really good. Um, he he's, did kind of quit for like good. five or six games. But good, what I'm Maxie, saying is really you really think that Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker are going to develop enough to kind of push you over the edge rather than having a star? So I don't think they can push us over the edge, but I think that we can develop a system around them. I mean, we developed a system so around Welker. Well, on the other hand, we developed a system around Wes Welker and Julian Edelman being the number one receivers on the team, which, like, I think in any other system, I don't think they're anything different than Kendrick Bourne or Devontae Parker. I think the system is built around the wide receivers, and you I can build – I mean, do you think, like, Julian Edelman was a just better wide receiver than anyone else in the league at the time did when you he see was... Can I answer toughness? the question? Did you see any sort of toughness from any wide receivers on your team remotely compared to Julian Edelman? I think... I think... Jacoby uh, Myers was, was a I tough think. wide receiver. I'm not going to call him Julian Edelman, but I think he also had other abilities that are better than Julian Edelman. I think he's faster, he's more agile. And quicker than Julian Edelman was. Julian Edelman, no doubt, tougher wide receiver through and through. But he also didn't have the speed. He didn't have it. I think the system was built around the point where he could be a solid wide receiver. I don't think you need to be a superstar level wide receiver to flourish under the Patriots offense. Can I answer I, the question? I agree. Go ahead, Trent. There, there's all this talk about the system, the system, the system. There was one piece to the system. It was Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. And to be to be fair, Tucker, I I am I I don't think Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady. No one's going to be Tom Brady. No, no, no I don't think Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady either. But I, I think do say that Mac Jones has a ton of potential. He's a perfect fit. Um. So I. I yeah. No, I saying Mac Jones would be Tom Brady is a ridiculous thought. Can I keep but, answering my the question? Tom Go Brady ahead, yes. also had a top ten defense for eighteen. That out has of nothing to do with the wide receiver core, which is God. the question. The question is the even, wide receiver even core. I, even I'm not on that train. The top, the system was Tom Brady. Tom Brady proved that you can go out. He could go out with a baby as his head coach and still win, which yeah, he did t- with Bruce Tucker's, Aarons. Tucker's, Tucker's such a homebody that he is telling, he's convincing himself. Tom Brady didn't have anything to do with it. And no, Tom Brady had a lot to do with everything it. Everything to but do with it. Uh, I just want to give my answer. Like, that's at the end of the day, there's a reason that guys like Aaron Rodgers have one ring. It's not no because they're not talented. There's a reason that guys have no rings that are extremely talented. No one wins seven. Yeah, no. You have to be an extremely talented quarterback to win seven. But also, the first three of Tom Brady's wing, rings, are you really going to say it was because of Tom Brady? Can we Brady? reel this in? Because we're talking now we're talking about the defense. Can we reel this in? Can we reel it in? Please. Did you watch the Rams Super Bowl? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, you know, wait. John Madden said, take a knee, take a knee. Do not try this. And Tom Brady... Single-handedly. We're rehashing. What was the final score? 17-14? Three points. It was 17-14, though. Like, it's not like Tom Brady was in a shootout all day where he was scoring every drive. He scored on three drives the entire game. Can I I please have 
three minutes to answer the question. Not, I won't even take minutes. that long. Okay, I'm, I'm muting. We are just going back into this debate. This is irrelevant. The, the, the point of the debate is the Patriots' system and their wide receiver core. All right? I know the Patriots had a great defense. It's all well. I like their defense now. I think they have a good defense now. I'm saying that Tom Brady, if you would have asked me this question five years ago, Cam, I would have said, give me the middle, middle medium wide receivers, the, the mid wide receivers who are, who are just nothing special because I know that Tom Brady will get the best out of these players. Going back to Keel Harry, this just proves that he is not talented because he, he had the best quarterback throwing the ball and he couldn't get the best talent out of him. Now I say go for the big Tyreek Hill signing because yes, Mac Jones will never be Tom Brady, 100%. Could he develop into a good quarterback? Absolutely. So you need to do everything in your power to possibly give him the talent around him that can turn him into that. Give him the best chance to succeed. That is what the Dolphins are doing. They don't know how they feel about Tua. Nobody knows how they feel about Tua. We don't know if he's a good quarterback or a bad quarterback yet. We just don't. Um, And they're giving him the best chance to succeed by putting talent around him to say, okay, you have all these weapons. So if you can't utilize them, then you're not the guy. If you can, you're getting set up to become a franchise player. That's what the Patriots should be trying to do. They refuse to do it because of their system. The only reason that Julian Edelman became who he was, that Welsh Walker became who he was, that Gronk became who he was, was because they had the greatest athlete of all time throwing them the ball. So it's really irrelevant what, you know, what they think their system is. This is the main problem with Belichick. He really thinks that Tom Brady wasn't a massive, massive, massive part of the success. And that's all I'm going to say on it. I'm done with this topic. We've been going on this for 30 minutes. Sorry, I was washing dishes. Someone say my name. Do you want me to rebuttal? Do whatever you want. Oh, wait, so, I, I had another question. Let's not rebuttal because we're just going to be able to go all day. And all night. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, question. Not counting quarterbacks. So take Mac Jones out of the question. Would you rather have the Patriots' current roster, also not including, including yeah, including head coaches, I guess. Patriots' current roster of the Giants. Patriots, not including quarterbacks, I think it's it's not even close. Giants. I don't think I think I go Patriots here. I don't know enough about the if Giants' said, defense. So here's my take: If you said Jets, I'd say Jets, but Jets is a crazy statement. I think the Jets roster is better than both of them outside of quarterbacks. Um. Okay. Just. I can give you a little bit of, of a debrief if you would like. You don't have to. Go ahead. Wait, please. Me? Give I, me got, a, I don't. I don't, the, I don't know enough about the Giants' current roster. I don't know enough about the Giants' defense to answer this question. Okay. I, I like right. their receiving core. Obviously, they have a good running back. A little overrated. Okay. Um, I don't know. Their line hasn't been great, but it seems like they're trying to fix that. Okay. Um, I'd rather have the Patriots' roster, to be honest with you. Okay, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you a debrief on the players. Um, Saquon, and we're not including quarterbacks, just re, rehash. Um, Saquon, I don't know who the backup is, to be honest with you. Um, 
So Saquon. I'm going to say Rashad Penny. Interesting. Um, uh, Andrew Thomas, who had an outstanding year last year. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be his third year. Um, just signed the Bills center, who uh, we forgot his name. Probably not going to be a factor. Um, and then obviously just got Evan Neal, receivers, Kenny Galladay, Gary Slayton, Sterling Shepard. I think we got rid of John Ross. Those are the main ones. Um, John Ross is fast. She's so fast, so bad. Um, defense, Blake Martinez, tackling machine. Um, Leonard Williams, stud, Kayvon Thidabo, Aziz Ojolari, and then DBs, Xavier McKinney, stud. Um, who do we have now? Oh, Kadarius Tony, by the way, too. Also just dropped it. Is Kadarius Tony still there? Yeah, he's still Did there. Did he yeah. not just show up to anything? No, they just threatened it. <laughs> they, they kind of pulled a savage move. As soon as he didn't show up, they put him on the trading block and put it everywhere. And he showed up the next day. Um, who's our, our tight end is Ricky Seals Jones, which it really is just not. I think I think I'm still going with the Pats roster, Kim. Yeah, oh, George, I'm also uh, going with the Pats roster. George Jackson, corner. I don't know. I I I still think I'm going. I don't see the point of. I think it's. I think outside quarterback, obviously. Um, I think it's comparable though. Like maybe not definitely comparable, but not player for player. Defense, I definitely take the Patriots. Yeah, I think I like the Patriots line. I like their running backs. I like um their defense. The line is the biggest thing because they're, they're outside young, of so. outside of linebacker. Yeah, I, I mean I'll take the Giants, but just yeah, I thought it was a good question. Matt I don't know Breda, how that's where our backup is. I don't know how the Nikhil Harry trade turned into this, but here we are. Um, I put in the chat we could have an entire podcast just on Patriots. Yeah, a hundred percent we could. Um, they still have one hundred fifty-one episodes. All right, um, let's move on. We lost Dylan during that, by the way. He was falling asleep. So, um, do we have a list, guys? I suggested barnyard animals. Yeah, it's I said it. It's wordle variations. Wordle variation. I don't play wordle variations. I do. I played two. Uh, all right, fine. We can do that. Go ahead, Cam. Why don't we just do three? I agree with that. All right. Hi, three of them. Three of them. Um, let me see. All right, number three, I'm going original Wordle. Um, actually, no. Yeah. We do four. I'm going to do four anyway. Uh, Wordle, I'll put it four. Three, I'm going um, Worldle. That's the geography one. Geography buff here. Um, 
where they give you uh, they give you a country and it's just the, the picture of it with nothing else around it and you can't tell. So, for example, today was Sri Lanka, very small country, but in terms hey, of size, you are right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, in terms of size, it doesn't give you like in comparison. So, yeah, that's what I'm three. Tucker. Uh, number three, I also have Wordle. Wordle, sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm not nearly as good this as Cam is. Um, I'm not impressed with my skill, but I think that's what makes it so fun, is that I'm not good at it. It's the only one that I don't win on a daily basis, and I think that's what makes it so fun about it. But yeah, Wordle is my number three. All right, I have two points. First point, Wordle is touch up. Such a terrible, terrible name for, for that. It should be global. I don't know who There is a global already. Worldle wor, is the most difficult thing to say. Terrible name. That's why I don't play it. Global's already a thing. And two, Worldle is perfect because it's Wordle just with an L in there. Don't yeah, just say it. You just have to type it. Yeah, but you can't That's say it. it. You guys both struggled with it. So did I. Worldle. Worldle. Um, second Worldle. point, whenever I want to do a list, guys, that maybe other people don't, know enough about whenever i want to do a list guys that people don't know enough about it's no we're not doing that no we're not doing that. i said it before you did clearly i'm the team player of this podcast i will do whatever it takes to get the job done everyone else no i'm not doing that one no i'm not doing that one so we can put a poll up and see if people want to know about our favorite dance variations. I said presidents, and everyone's like, "Favorite no. presidents of the United Dude, States." I was, only, I was only alive for five. I I don't know the other ones. Oh no, Lincoln, Washington, basically. No, it's, and I don't know anything about world variations. But I'm putting, I'm buckling up the chin strap and going out there anyway. I just want right, the listeners to know. I just want like, to know. I just you want the listeners it? to know that I am committed to this podcast. I will do whatever it takes to get it like, done. Like, next make excuses. week, our, um, is favorite meals at Patrick's Pub. I won't make excuses. I will just be here, and I will do the list. I've, I've eaten at practice Patrick's Pub one time in my life. Couldn't right. tell you any of the meals. I would still have right. a list ready, if that's what, right. if that's what everyone would. I'm, I'm saying it on the pod right now for everyone to hear. Next week, regardless, we are doing your list, guys. Okay? Fine. Okay. My number three oh. is Wordle, the original. Um, I remember I was, I was having a tough time finding it when it first came out. I didn't know like the right site because there was a million of them. Um, not a great like uh, um, not grammar. What would you uh, linguist? Um, struggle with it. Only played it a couple times, but it is the one that started it all, started the craze. So I got to give it respect. I'll put it number three. Cam. All right, number two, I'm Weddle. Um, Trey, I think you found this one. I don't think it was me. Um, I could have sworn it was one of you guys. I don't. Oh, I think it might have been me. Yeah, I don't think I was the one that found. Yeah, it was you, Tucker. Um, I love this one. I play it every single day. Um, Tucker, I know you got on the first try once. I think it was Mac Jones. I got in the first try with Kenny Galladay. One of the best days of my life. It, it felt so good getting on the first try. It felt big for a second. Yeah. My it's, roommate it's got like it on Adam Thielen. This was crazy. Yeah, it was hard to believe when I first got it. Yeah. Um, but there's, it's it's kind of a two-in-one-two. 
Um, because there's a hard mode. And I'd say I would get like two out of the three. Um, we're also very honest guys, so we always admit when we're cheating. And that's what I respect about my friends. But Weddle's going to have to be my number two. Um, Tucker. My number two is Quirtle. It's four Wordles at once. I do it every day. It's me, my dad, and my brother. Uh, we're in a group chat. Every day I send in to my Quirtle chat if I got it and how long many takes it took me to do it. So, yeah, Quirtle is an easy number two. Uh, I mean, there's two that I do every single day regardless of anything, and Quirtle's one of them, so it has to be in there. Um, my number two is going to be Hurdle. Um, love music. Love trying to figure out what songs. Know a lot more songs than I really realized um, playing Hurdle, but it gives you one second of a song. You got to figure it out. I never get it. I Actually, that's a lie. I've gotten, I think, two or three times on the first second. Usually have to go into like... Did you get today? I have not played today. Um, I got one to, today. I'll have to play. Um, I've actually gone off the Wordle craze recently. I haven't played Weddle in weeks. I haven't played Hurdle much. Um, but I, I like the songs, you know, and then you remember a good song that you forgot about uh, on top of it, which is an added bonus. Um, so I'm going Hurdle, my number two. Cam? Yeah, I I have Hurdle at number one, and honestly, I, I'm not going to change it. Um, I was going to put Weddle just because it's kind of a two-in-one, like I said. I'll go Hurdle. Um, the, you're right. There's a lot of songs that come up and you're like, really? That's how that song starts? Um, the only problem with Hurdle is there's also those songs that like, I've never heard of that song. I've never yeah. heard the song. And, you know, that's a full day. It, you know, it's wasted. And you want to get the right answer, but you go through all six skips and come to find out you don't, you don't know the band, don't know the song. So that's frustrating. Um, but it does feel good when you hear one piano key and you're like, yep, that's that song. Um, so Hurdle's going to be number one. Um, Tucker. My number one is Nerdle. Math Wordle. Uh, it's a math equation. So much. I love it. It's the other one I do every day. I do it with my dad. I do it with my brother. I do it with my aunt's boyfriend. Me and Chauncey send each other the nerdles every day. Um, but yeah, so it's nerdle is my number one. I just, I have fun with it. I really do. It's one of those things where like, it's one of the things I look forward to in the morning. So yeah. It's, I mean, I've never gotten it in less than two. There's going to be a day I get in one, and it's going to be the greatest day of my life. It's, but it's also really easy. You would think it'd be hard, but I, feel I like haven't failed yet, but it's not easy to get it if you're trying to get it in as little attempts as possible. Um, all right, my number one is going to be Weddle. Um, I know more about NFL rosters than I'd care to admit. Um, I know, you know, the fantasy, the, the easy mode is just fantasy players, which is pretty easy. You usually get in about three to five. Uh, I think they give you eight guesses. Um, 
I've gotten it in two. I've never gotten it in one. The one day that it was Mac Jones, I didn't use Mac Jones. Um, That's but, tough. Yeah. Um, I tried switching it up a little bit, and it just didn't go my way. Um, but I do like, like Cam said, the two modes in one. And when you do, when you get to that hard mode and you do know it without having to look up rosters, it's such a great feeling. You're like, yeah, I know this guy from some obscure reason. I signed this guy in Madden to be my backup right tackle. Like my number one pick on um, hard wordle is Troy Apke. I just who's go, like some random safety in the NFL. I'm not even sure what team he plays for, but he's super fast on Madden, and I always pick him. I got uh, Adrian Amos one time in two because my first pick on hard mode is always Jagger Alexander. Yeah, um, so I, I go Tom Brady on easy mode, Mac Jones on, on hard mode. Um, I go I, – I used to do Kenny Galladay every time, and that paid off for me. So now I do uh, I do Miles Sanders. But, um, yeah, well, I no. quick – I, I love Weddle. I it's it's something I know more about. Well, than, I haven't done it today. Than math or you know geography or anything like that. So it definitely is uh, my favorite. Um, Tucker, you said you did. Um, what's the one? Quaddle, quaddle, quaddle. Yeah, that is lame. I do have turtle. Eight. Uh, buddy, have you heard of set a quaddle? At 100? 16. Wow, you're up with me. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, have you ever played Commantle? No. That's the most frustrating. Don't do it. What's that one? It's... Well, let's finish the pod. I'll, I'll tell you after. Alright. Um, Patriot, anybody watch it? No, I lose the point, too. Um, Great movie. Cam loses a point that he just won. Oof. Honestly, last time I won a point, I also lost a point. Yeah, come on, I, I want, I want you to succeed. I want to race. Um, yeah, Patriot. Um, Tucker, I'll let you go first. I mean, the Patriot is the utmost American movie. It just, it's one of those movies where you just remember that you're proud to be an American. All that, like. I know Mel Gibson's kind of a piece of shit now, and you kind of have to, like, look past all that for this movie. Now? Well, okay, he always was, but, like, it's now, like, apparent. But you have to look all past that to remember how great a movie this is. Like, in terms of, like, one of those movies where you're just like, this is just American as hell. Like, love everything about it. It's just... It's... Fun to watch in terms of the fact that, like, no matter the mood, it can be in the background, it can be whatever. This movie will be cool to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say. It's not, like, the best movie ever, I wouldn't say, but it is just, it's just American. So, for that reason alone, I'm giving it a three. Um, all right. Um, Tucker, I 100% agree with you. It is a very American movie. My only gripe with it, it is so blatantly, like, historically inaccurate at some parts, um, that I, I take some issue with that. There, the, in terms of, like, the costuming, the battle sequences, like, the, the location, stuff like that, that stuff's all very accurate, and I, I love to see it. 
but the 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 glorifying of the American you know cause is definitely um, is definitely exaggerated, and I, I don't mind. I mean, I like it, uh, frankly, but um, it is something that I can nitpick. I mean, this came out I think around nine eleven, so I think it was meant to you know unite the country. Um, but I do love the battle sequences in this. I think that the effects are pretty darn good, uh, especially for their time. Um, and it's just, and, and just making this character, um, what the hell is his name? I'm blanking on the name. Benjamin Martin. That's his name. Benjamin Martin. The, um, making him such a badass, able to take out a whole, you know, squadron of red coats, uh, with just him and his two sons who are children. Um, but I, I and I like uh, the villain in it. Um, I'm spacing on his name too. McTavish is it or something like that? Um, I think he's a good villain. He's a good villain, but he um, definitely they definitely played up the British atrocities. Like both sides commit atrocities in every war, but the Brits in this movie are evil. Um, but it's a great movie, and I really enjoy it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven eight uh, for me. So that's going to round it out to an 8.05. So I'll just say 8. Um, who is next for movie? I think after me it's... I believe it's Dylan. It is Dylan. So Dylan's getting skipped, I guess. Or do we want to just ask him for a movie later? Just ask him and we'll, we'll yeah, just get it over text because I don't have one. Okay, we will get it over text. But what a raucous episode. I mean... Twists and turns, people showing up late, leaving early, long-winded debates out of nowhere. But uh, you know, like is it I just sh- me or sorry? No, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it just me or every time we say we're gonna have a short app, it be it ends up being like the longer? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, you know, it's kind of a slow time in sports, but we're gonna make it happen anyways, and we certainly did tonight. Um, closing thoughts, gentlemen. Anybody got anything? All right. mm, don't think so, Tucker. I'm gonna let you uh, let you in on the mantle. You're gonna hate it. Uh-huh. All right, that's our show. Check us out on our <laughs> socials, and uh, thanks for getting wasted with us. We will see you next week. See ya.